The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Did you know that relaxation is all in your mind? That's right. By applying various techniques of mindfulness, you can practice relaxation anywhere and anytime. Whether it's at home, work, or at play. Welcome to Come Back to Your Senses Radio with host Leah Brenda Smith. Our program is all about recovering your common sense. If you'd like to call into our program today, use our toll-free number 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. If you'd rather send an email, the address is Leah at ComeBackToYourSenses.com. Now, here's health and wellness specialist, Leah Brenda-Smith. Hello, I am your host, Leah Brenda-Smith, and welcome to Come Back to Your Senses Radio on Voice America Variety. And as I mentioned uh, last week, um, the season of this season of Come Back to Your Senses Radio is coming to an end, and next week will actually be the last live show. But you will still be able to uh, access the archives. The host page will still be there. And the shows will still be there for you to listen to or uh, in iTunes as well. And if you find that you ever try a, a link from an e-card or on the host page and uh, your link doesn't work, then just pop over to my website, comebacktoyoursenses.com or leahbrendasmith.com, and you'll be able to um, access the shows from there. I had mentioned that I'm taking a bit of a hiatus from the shows and I'm going to be working on my metaphysical ministry and working on some writing projects and also opening up uh, space in my calendar to do coaching sessions and that's in fact what today's show is all about. We're going to talk about the process and the benefits of professional coaching and as a, as a start to this subject, it's good to realize that coaching different from other types of relationships in the health helping professions, that coaching is really about partnership in a very, very clear way, more clearly than some of the other uh, types of helping professions. And just imagine, you know, having a, a partnership with somebody whose agenda is your agenda. There is no other agenda but what it is that you want. And the total focus is on you and how to help you achieve what you really want in your life. So that's really the essence and the basis of this uh, coaching relationship is this partnership. And certainly we're finding that there's a tremendous need for, for coaches and for good coaches. There's countless people really who are in need of support from people that can help them to do a variety of things, like getting clear about what they want to do and to be or to help them put a plan in place that they can follow. And a coach can also help you to start making changes that you want to make so that you can achieve the life that some would say that you're created to live. And there are really countless people that have been achieving powerful results from 
personal coaching, professional coaching, life coaching, spiritual coaching, executive coaching. There's so many names and focuses for coaching. And, and this would be especially true when a few factors are present, such as when you have a strong desire to develop your own potential, then that's a great, a great opening for a coach to work with. Also, when there's a gap between where you are now and where you want to be. And then when you're ready and willing to take action and to be accountable in order to achieve the results that you want. So these three criteria are a great, a great fertile soil, if you'd like, for the coaching relationship. So this personal coaching, professional coaching, life coaching, spiritual coaching, it all involves this unique kind of relationship between, if you like, the client and the coach or the coach and the coachee. And really my intent um, today in sharing the information is to to help you familiarize yourself with the process, to help you understand some of the things that you can expect that are a part of the client-coach relationship, and to inform you of some of the great benefits that people are having that are receiving uh, coaching or enter this coaching relationship. Let's just start with some of the things that, that you can expect from this uh, coaching experience. And we'll start off with the idea of the coach supporting you to take focused action. So when you hire a coach, what you're doing is paying a professional to help you create a more satisfying life for yourself. Now, although you're paying for the time that you spend talking to the coach, the real work of coaching is accomplished by the actions that you take on behalf of yourself between the sessions with your coach. So your greatest plans and ideas, your intuition, your intentions, they'll not move you forward if you don't take any action. They'll just be good plans and good ideas and good feeling of intuition and good intentions. But really, in order for the coaching process to be effective, you need to take focused action, not random hopeful action, but clear and precise focused action, because that's what will help you to reach your goals. So another thing you can expect is the opportunity to really capitalize on your strengths. No one is really able to produce extraordinary results while being focused entirely on trying to improve their weaknesses. So coaching is not about improving your weaknesses. Your greatest achievements come from focusing on your strengths. You know, and the strengths develop naturally. They're innate. They're enduring. And it'll be easier for you to focus. You'll be more enthusiastic and more dedicated to developing your abilities when the goals you set and then the actions that you take are focused on and they incorporate your strengths. 
then the outcomes that you produce will always be effective. So coaching isn't about focusing on weaknesses and trying to change that. It's more focused on capitalizing, if you like, on uh, your strengths and using your strengths to your best ability and advantage to help move you forward in the direction that you want to go in. And then another component really is about the coach will help you to establish and then accomplish not just short-sighted goals, but if you like, expansive goals. So through that coaching relationship, you'll be able to reach towards and accomplish much more than you would likely be able to achieve on your own. It's common to find it easier to set and attain more ambitious goals when you have the support and the opportunity that the coach makes available to you in terms of accountability. And another aspect is that aspect of being challenged. If you think about it, for some people setting goals, the goal setting part can be a relatively easy first step. But when you think of actually reaching or achieving your goals, it requires, sometimes requires great work, hard work and perseverance. And through the coaching relationship, you're going to be challenged and pushed and pulled in different directions so that you can move beyond the places where you tend to stop yourself or where you tend on your own to give up on your goals. And then another aspect to the coaching relationship is really to help you make better decisions. So through the coaching, your focus will become clearer. Now, every person is gifted. But without a clear focus, the decisions that you make don't necessarily clearly support your goals. And the responsibility of your coach is to understand and completely support you and your goals. The focus of the coach is to challenge you, to be clearer and more focused in your thinking and in your approach. And then another good thing to be aware of that's part of the coaching relationship is that it's not about giving advice. It's not the, the, so when you're working with a coach, it's not about seeking and receiving advice. The focus really for the coach is to help you explore and then come up with the best choices for you based on what it is that you're wanting to accomplish. Now, certainly on occasion, a coach will offer suggestions and make distinctions so that you can see the bigger picture about something. However, this relationship is not about advice. The acceptance and the support and the encouragement you receive from coaching is certainly more valuable than merely giving advice or giving instructions. So just a few things to be mindful of of what you can expect as you enter into a coaching relationship is the ability to take focused action, to capitalize on your strengths, to establish and accomplish expansive goals, to be challenged, to make better decisions, and that it's not about being given advice. Another thing to be aware of is 
what's the difference really between coaching and traditional therapy? How, how are those things different? If you think about it, clearly therapy deals with unresolved issues in your life, whereas coaching deals with where you are now and where you want to be. And the, if you like, the common attribute that comes to the forefront for people in the coaching experience is really making contact with your self-esteem, which is basically the way that you think about yourself and your abilities. And generally speaking, it's made up of ideas and values and beliefs that you have about yourself. I've heard it said that coaching can be akin to going on a, a mental diet where you discontinue focusing on everything that's negative and turn your focus towards a positive outlook and frame of mind. And that will really help help you to set and achieve your goals. And sometimes people wonder, uh, what could a coach really do for you that perhaps your best friend can't do for you? Or what's the difference, really? So again, using this idea of the mental diet... You know, before you go on that mental diet, you have a lot of thoughts in your mind that are focused on, should I do this or should I do that? Thoughts about my parents want me to do this, my best friend wants me to do that, my partner wants me to do this. But when you engage with a coach, they'll not judge you for what you want to do and they won't have their own opinion about what you should do. The coach is really there to guide you in the direction of your choosing. So it's good to know also that the coaching relationship is not about fixing. It's more about creating. The coach is there to empower you, inspire you, certainly to hold you accountable for the goals you set and for the person that you are without judgment. And the coach will support you to cultivate the skills that you need to move in the direction of whatever your choosing is. Coaching is all about you and your choices. Here's some ideas really about how coaching can help you to make an important distinction between yourself and your thoughts and your emotions. Because often that's where people get hung up or that's what holds them back is identifying with the thoughts and emotions as if you are your thoughts and emotions rather than that you have thoughts and emotions. And some would say that coaching's really become one of the best known methods of taking anyone from where they are today to where they want to be. So that's the bottom line really if you summed it all up. And the coach's job is to help you to tap into your creativity and your resourcefulness. And they do this through confidential, non-judgmental dialogue. So often this will involve strategies like goal setting or changing habits. But it's good to realize that your beliefs drives your thoughts. And your thoughts drive your emotions. And for the most part, people know that they're physically capable of achieving everything they want out of life. Yet people 
tend to ignore their emotions. However, the really, it's emotional limitations that are some of the most powerful forces that can stop you from getting where you want to be. They can cloud your judgment and leave you with that heavy kind of feeling which can disrupt your ability to see yourself clearly or to even experience the truth of who you really are. What you're experiencing is the thoughts or the beliefs or the emotions that are the limiting uh, or limiting or negative assessment of yourself. So we take the, take the perspective to understand that your emotions are directly linked to your thoughts. It's common for people to think that their emotions are triggered by what other people say or do, or by the context or the circumstances. Then they have the feeling that these circumstances are beyond their control. But if this were true, then everyone would become a victim of everything that was going on around them all the time. But that awareness that your thoughts drive your emotions, so imagine that your coach could help you to cultivate the ability to observe your thoughts and be more discerning about which ones you believe. So when you observe your thoughts, then you're more in a position to be in the driver's seat in your life. And making that distinction between yourself and your thoughts is a powerful shift towards self-development and personal transformation. True, your thoughts come from your underlying beliefs. And your underlying beliefs are a series of decisions you made about yourself and the world based on your experiences from your upbringing you know, your family and your schooling and your culture and your peers. And the way that you can discover these beliefs is through observing your thoughts. So through the coaching relationship, you can reveal these underlining beliefs. And then by observing the thoughts, you can become more discerning, keep the thoughts and beliefs that help you, and let go of the thoughts and beliefs that may be stopping you from achieving your goals. And at times even people recognize when they get in the habit of observing their thoughts that some of the thoughts are really irrational. And that they're in more of a position then by watching and observing the thoughts to find healthier substitutes. For example, if you tend to have a thought or have thoughts around or related to thinking that you're not good enough, you can see yourself changing that even if you start moving in the direction of just realizing that you're okay just the way that you are. And then through the coaching process, this new way of thinking is reinforced and then the old ways of thinking kind of fade into the background or fade away as you um, become more focused on moving in the direction of your goals. So then you can see that the coaching conversation can help you let go of that heaviness in your thoughts or in your emotions. And as you become lighter, as you lighten up, you don't feel the burden of those types of 
uh, beliefs that are limiting and thoughts and emotions that limit you, then you naturally become more in tune with your creativity and with your intuition, and this really increases your clarity. And the idea of the barrier, that invisible barrier between you and what you want, it just dissolves. And this is part of the benefit of the coaching conversation, to help you gain that kind of perspective, to help you by pointing out, your coach can help point out, make those distinctions. Oftentimes when we're caught in a limiting thought or a limiting emotion, we're not aware of that. So the coach can help you gain that kind of perspective and help you be more discerning about your thoughts and your, and your emotions. Now, somewhat also, it, it seems that coaching is sometimes confused with a list of other professions like therapy and consulting and mentoring. And certainly these are all beneficial helping professions, but they're not coaching. So I'm going to just share with you some ideas about the difference between these helping professions. So therapists tend to focus on the past and work to fix what's broken. Consultants tend to provide quantitative analysis and roadmaps for organizational change, and consultants get paid to provide answers. Then mentors can help those that have less experience. So a mentor is someone that's already an expert in their field and they're helping others to reach success in that field that they are experts in. Now certainly there are some overlapping in the approaches, but none of these helping professions are the same as professional coaching. You could think of it this way, that professional coaching is a different type of conversation. In professional coaching, there's a lot more asking and not so much telling, if you like. A lot more listening than there is speaking. Professional coaches are focused on you, helping you to design your goals. So coaches are thought-provoking and inspirational in their approach. And the the point of the conversation really is to focus on your future. You um, cobbling together your talents and your creativity, your goals and your potential, and to focus on the goals that you're wanting to attain. So, in the coaching experience, you work on your topic, and the professional coach focuses on you. There's no other agenda. And generally speaking, you'll want to look for a coach that is discerning. It's a discerning listener, someone that's empathetic, creative, intuitive, and curious, too, curious about you. So a professional coach will be your partner, your advocate, and your champion. Really there, rooting you on in your corner, your greatest fan, if you like. 
So if you're thinking that you'd like to try things that you've only imagined but have been reluctant or afraid to pursue, then coaching might be just the solution for you because coaching is all about believing in what is possible, not in what is limiting, not focusing in any way on what is limiting. No coaching is teaching and training or it's a development process where an individual is supported while achieving and working towards achieving a specific personal or professional goals. And sometimes the term coaching is applied to informal relationships between two individuals where one has greater experience and expertise than the other and offers advice and guidance as the other goes through a learning process. But this form of coaching is not really the professional coaching that we're talking about. This is more similar to mentoring. And there's lots of structures and there's models and there's different methodologies of coaching. And some are designed to facilitate thinking or learning new behavior for personal growth or even professional advancement. And there are some kinds of coaching that help people to improve physical skills, like in sports or the performing arts or a a vocal culture or something like that. And some coaches use a style in which they ask questions and offer opportunities that will change the individual, challenge the individual really to find the answers from within themselves. And this approach to coaching really facilitates in the person. It helps them to discover answers and new ways of being based on their values, on their preferences, and their unique, if you like, perspective on life. But there's lots of definitions of coaching and mentoring and styles of management. And just go over a few definitions of various forms of helping that may overlap between different types of styles of coaching. And when you think of it, managing really is about making sure people do what they know how to do. And training is teaching people to do what they don't know how to do. Mentoring is showing people how other people that are really good at things show them how to do something. Counseling is helping people come to terms with issues they're facing. But again, coaching is none of these. Coaching is about helping to identify the skills and the capabilities that are within the person and then enabling them to use those skills and capabilities to the best of their ability, to, the, to their advantage. Now, professional coaching uses a range of communication skills. Listening, questioning, mirroring, reframing, clarifying. And coaches do this to help clients shift their perspective and discover different solutions that will help them achieve their goals. And these types of skills are used when the coaching is done in any field. So in this sense, coaching 
can apply to supporting clients in any type of human experience, ranging from personal, professional, sports, social, family, health, and even spiritual dimensions of life. So just I'm going to highlight a couple of different types of of, of coaching, and there's certainly um, uh, only a small uh, list compared to what is available. But personal coaching is a process that's designed and defined in a relationship agreement between the client and the coach. So it's based on the client's interests, goals, and objectives. So the professional coach may use inquiry or reflection, requests, and discussions to help the client identify personal and or business and or relationship goals, and then develop action plans intended to achieve the goals. So the client takes the action, and the coach may assist but never leads, and the coach certainly never does more than the client does. That's a little summary of personal coaching. And then health coaching can be seen really a health and wellness coach. It's kind of a new role that's been emerging more recently. And this health coaching is becoming a way of, of helping individuals manage their illnesses or manage conditions, especially people that are dealing with chronic conditions. And so the coach uses special techniques, personal experiences, expertise, and encouragement to assist the client in behavioral changes that are going to help them cohabit more with whatever health issues they're uh, dealing with. And career coaching really it focuses more on work and career or issues around career. And some might say it's similar to career counseling or traditional counseling. But career coaching is not to be confused with life coaching, which concentrates more on personal development. And career counseling will use more techniques that are more uh, like mentoring and advising and consulting. And then business coaching is a type of personal or human resource development. It provides positive support and feedback and advice to individuals or to groups that's going to help them improve their personal effectiveness in a business setting. Now, this can include executive coaching, corporate coaching, and leadership coaching as well. <laughs> Some would suggest that there's as many different ways of delivering business coaching as there are business coaches. You know, some offer personal support and feedback. Others combine a coaching approach with practical and structural business planning. Um, some bring in a, a, a disciplined accountability to the relationship. And this would be particularly true in small business market or business coaching is much more about driving profit it's as much about that as it is about developing the person. And then another type of coaching, if you like, you could call it holistic or spiritual or well-being coaching. It's really more with the premise of understanding that seeking is really an integral part of, of who you are. 
and for people, whether they realize it or not, this idea that we're all on a quest. And holistic and spiritual coaching really puts life into the, in the context, looks at things in the context of this quest. The idea really is to connect with wisdom, that wisdom is the guide. So in holistic or spiritual coaching, the coach will really view and encourage you to view challenges that you encounter as opportunities for growth and transformation. And that way then it enables the client to develop wells, ways of really drawing on their inner resources. And they may be inner resources that they haven't realized that they have. So really from a, a spiritual perspective, there are no limits to what's possible. And the essence of the spiritual journey involves overcoming boundaries that we place on ourselves and our possibilities. So then the process really of spiritual well-being coaching is holistic in nature because it embraces the body and the emotions and the mind and the spirit. And here's just a few ideas here on um, how spiritual well-being, the process of spiritual well-being coaching can serve you. Is that it can help people really to believe in themselves. You know, when you understand yourself as a spiritual being having a physical experience, then you also recognize that there's a magnificent, really infinite potential. And then when this happens, people tend to view their lives from a new perspective that embraces the spiritual aspect of their being. So a spiritual coach can really show clients how to take control of their lives. So often, you know, people are operating on automatic pilot, just being controlled by what I spoke about earlier, about their beliefs and what they've been taught or what others expect from them. But if you think of it, in order for your true individual brilliance to blossom, it's important that you are in the driver's seat, that you take control and take charge of the course of your thinking and your life and your being. And spiritual coaches can help clients really to understand their life purpose. The idea from a spiritual perspective that each of us is here for a reason and with gifts to share. So learning about yourself and learning how to live in harmony with your purpose is a tremendous opportunity that's available through engaging in spiritual coaching. And then through that process the coach will guide you into realizing your purpose. And this is the action that involves setting the goals and taking that action to realize your dreams. And then uplifting, uplifting you so that you can live to the fullest. If you think about the, you know, that sense of joy or the feeling of being exciting, Excited, really, to the excitement of being alive that can come when you're moving towards your brightest possible self or your brightest possible future. And this is a gift that you give yourself. So the essence, really, of spiritual coaching is tuning into your spiritual journey and helping people to discover and embrace the 
magnificence of their own individual identity. And then that idea of really bringing spirit fully into form, welcoming spirit fully into your life. You know, the um, International Coach Federation, the ICF, is a leading global coaching organization and professional association for coaches. And it defines defines coaching as partnering with clients in a thought-provoking and creative process that inspires them to maximize their personal and professional potential. So that's their definition, the International Coach Federation. That's their definition of coaching. Partnering with clients in a thought-provoking and creative process that inspires them to maximize their personal and professional potential. How lovely does that sound? Hmm. You know, there, there are certainly um, great benefits, great benefits to the, the coaching experience, to receiving coaching. And I think of this little quote from the Dalai Lama who once said that the purpose of our lives is to be happy. And some would suggest that that is really the benefit of coaching. And what happiness actually means is unique to each and every person. And more and more people are turning to a life coach to help them discover more happiness in their life. So if you think of it really, life coaching is an investment in yourself that will benefit you in all areas of your life and and benefit you for your entire life. So you think of some of these benefits. Think of the idea of clarity, being clear about what you want, why you want it, and how you can get it. It's a great benefit of engaging in the coaching relationship. And then coaching also helps you to bridge the gap between where you are now and where you want to be. And then through coaching, you'll discover some strategies and techniques that will really help you to reach your goals faster. And engaging in coaching will help you to overcome obstacles to let go of low confidence and insecurity and to really focus on your self-esteem, to focus on your skills, to focus on your abilities and your capabilities. And then coaching really helps you to explore and evaluate all the possible options that are available to you. And when you engage in this experience of life coaching, what you're really gaining is that dedicated time and support and encouragement and motivation that is available through your coach. And sometimes people wonder, who can benefit from coaching and and how can they benefit from coaching? And really anyone and everyone who wants to move forward with their life and is willing to take some action to get where they want to go 
can benefit from coaching. Now, people who tend to have higher aspirations are attracted to coaching because they know that a supportive coach will help them get where they want to get more quickly and more effectively. So here's a, a few things to consider. Now, do you yourself have compelling goals or aspirations that you'd like to pursue? And if so, would you like to go about pursuing these goals in an effective way with someone whose only agenda is your agenda? Their only agenda is to help you achieve what it is that you're wanting. And are you ready and willing to take some action to accomplish your goals? Even if you don't know exactly how to go about doing that, that's the great advantage of having a coach. And here's some other things that you might want to consider. Now, do you have a big goal that you want to accomplish? It could be either in your business life or in your personal life. Do you have areas or blind spots that keep you from moving forward or that keep getting in the way of something that you want? Perhaps you're feeling stuck in your career or in another area of your life. Or maybe you're feeling overwhelmed. Mm, perhaps you want less clutter in your life or you simply want to simplify your life. It could be you're in a situation where you're constantly on the go and you're not really carving that time every day that you need to take care of yourself or self-care or even to be mindful of your health. Or perhaps you're distracted and you find it difficult to really focus or to stay on task. And what about the idea if you had a sounding board or a supportive person that you could be accountable to? That if that was the situation, that you think you would be more likely to be able to reach your goals. You know, there's really great, great benefit to engaging in the coaching relationship. And if you think of it from uh, the perspective of business or career, let me just give you some point forms on some of the benefits. A coach can help you gain clarity about your business and your career goals can help you improve the decision-making ability to advance your career or business. Well, this is a great one for folks to help you improve your time management skills and also to help you stay focused on your top priorities. The benefits in business and career would be to help you to make and keep money, to make more money. And also to think of the idea of reducing that sense of isolation. You know, you have a supportive person there for a sounding board and to be accountable to. That sense of teamwork, you know, the, 
sometimes a, a coach can just, when you have a coach, it gives you that extra impetus to give you that get up and go to keep going and to keep moving towards your goal. That maybe you would be not as easily able to do if you were just on your own. So those are some of the um, the benefits from the perspective of business or career, and we look at some benefits from a, a personal perspective. You know, a personal coach for personal coaching can help you to to really get to the bottom of of difficulties or challenges more quickly. Can help you to balance your personal and professional life, which is a, a big thing for a lot of people. In some situations, what people are really needing is the opportunity to kind of recreate or redesign or reorganize their life so that they can make it look more like what it is that they're really wanting. You know, coach can help you to, to enhance and increase your self-confidence can help you get past places where you may be stuck or those blind spots, those places that you're not really seeing clearly what's going on. A coach can help you to overcome your procrastination. And on a personal level, engaging in coaching can help to enhance your health increase your energy, and increase your performance, just as a general comment. Now, sometimes people wonder, um, you know, how long really should you work with a coach, or what does this process really entail? And, and really, there's no one right answer, because it really depends on where you are and where you want to go, and then how quickly you want to get there. You know, some people are able to achieve goals in as little as one to three months. And other people stay with a coach from anywhere from six to 18 months, from a half a year to a year and a half or even longer. And for some people, they understand and receive such benefit and value from coaching that they just tend to continue to stay in the coaching relationship on an ongoing basis and maybe just might change the frequency uh, in, in when they see the coach. But really, after people reach their first goals, then they're often able to identify other areas that they want to work on, and so they just keep shifting the focus in the coaching relationship. And therefore, you know, the coaching relationship can continue as long as there's benefit, as long as someone's receiving benefit. We want to remember that, that the coaching coaching is a process. And it really evolves differently over time with each person. And you can think, you know, of some basic things. You know, most coaches, including myself, work primarily over the telephone or Skype. And people do this for convenience. It's convenient for the client and it's convenient for the coach. New appointments are made, and then you call at the pre-scheduled time. It's a really simple approach. And then at the beginning of each session, you would really, between yourself and the coach, you take a few minutes to develop 
if you like, an agenda for that session. You identify challenges or opportunities that you want to focus on for that particular time frame. Now, some coaches would tend to schedule two to four formal sessions per month. Some people may choose to just do coaching once a month or every other week or some people once a week. It really is um, uh, individual and really based on what it is you're wanting to accomplish and how quickly you want to accomplish it. How much you want to focus and dedicate to the process that you'll engage in with the coach and how that can fit in a balanced way into whatever it is you're already doing in your life. And then with some coaches, regardless of how often you're, you're, you're having a formal session, uh, some coaches will also welcome you to um, send them uh, an email or uh, a phone call in between those formal sessions. It's really individual. If you think of what, what does a coach do? Regardless of the focus of the coaching or the kind of coaching. Really, some basic things, what they're doing is they're listening. Asking you powerful questions. Encouraging you. Challenging you. Helping you to remove uh, obstacles. And a coach also helps to point you in the right direction. They're going to collaborate with you. They'll help you to create strategies. They're there to support you with no agenda. They have no personal agenda. It's all about you. Coaching is all about you. And they're going to bring patience and compassion and a and an idea, this air or energy of non-judgment. And sometimes that, that, is, that is part of what's holding an individual back, is their own judgments about themselves and their abilities or their possibilities or what may be available or accessible to them in their life. And sometimes what's holding people back is the sense of judgments that they feel they receive from other people that may be well, well-meaning and well-intentioned individuals that, that love and care for you, but they have their own agenda or their own ideas of what they think is right for you or who they think you are or what they think your goals should be or how and what they even see as your own abilities or talents. You know, sometimes we get to a point an individual may have been very happy and satisfied in one uh, line of work or one kind of pursuit in terms of hobbies or leisure time or even the ways that they engage in relationship or the activities that they do with other people. And then as an individual grows and, and changes or feels the impetus or a movement of something changing inside of themselves and they want to make different choices, sometimes people feel locked into what's already established and don't find it easy to make those shifts or to turn the corners or to, if you like, um, open to or grab a hold of 
new opportunities or new possibilities or, or things that are new and, and, and exciting. They may be things they never thought of that all of a sudden they notice they have a passion for. Or it could be things that they've always had a passion for or known that they were interested in since they were young, yet haven't ever taken the time or the opportunity to pursue these things. No, there's no there's no one thing that would bring someone to the coaching relationship or coaching experience. It's very individual. But anytime you're looking for the opportunity to have somebody to support you, someone that's there that's just about you, to support your agenda in a non-judgmental way, in a way that's about listening, asking you the questions to help you discover what's true for you and what you really want to help you remove your obstacles, whatever those are for you, not what someone else might think they are. There's lots of opportunity to explore the truth, the reality of who you are through the coaching experience, through the coaching relationship. You know, and, and if you're ready, if you're ready for coaching, you know, I encourage you to, uh, to shop around. And if you're interested, I will certainly be offering um, complimentary coaching sessions. As you can think of that as an opportunity to, to really, the, the purpose really of a complimentary coaching session or an, an initial session is really the opportunity to, to talk a little bit about what your goals are. And then, you know, I'd be able to give you myself or another coach would be able to give you an idea of how their particular brand of coaching works, the areas where they are strong as a coach. And then, really, the most important thing, I think, in the coaching relationship is the opportunity to get to learn a little bit about each other. And through that experience, that's what's really going to help you to determine if you and the coach that you're inquiring about really are a good fit. You have to have a good fit, no matter what you're doing. And that's also true in coaching. You know, not every coach is a perfect coach for every person. You want to have a good fit, a good alchemy, a good sense of communication and ease and a sense of comfortability with each other. So if any of you are interested in um, exploring the possibility of engaging in the coaching relationship with myself, then you can uh, either email me through the radio show page or through Facebook or um, through my website and we can set up a 30-minute complimentary coaching session so we can determine if, if in fact, we would be a good fit to, to work together. For some people that, you know, the coaching experience is exactly what they're looking for. And it can be something that you engage in and enter into over a long period of time or a short period of time, maybe there's just one area of your life that you just can't seem to get on board with in the direction you're wanting to go in. It can be a simple thing. It can be 
one work issue. It can be a relationship issue. It can be pursuing your own creativity. Whatever it is for you, just know that there are coaches all over the world that are available to you. And one of the beauties of of working um, over the telephone or over Skype is that you don't have to be in the same city as your coach. It's just a question of finding a good fit and then setting up your uh, your schedule and working it out. So it's been a pleasure to speak with you today about coaching, and I look forward to um, welcoming any of you that are interested in inquiring about what may be available to you through engaging in the coaching relationship with myself and um, and or any other coach. There's coaches all over the world, as I said, that are available and have great expertise in, in areas of development that you're looking for. So next week will be our uh, last our last show of Come Back to Your Senses uh, radio for this season before I take a break. So I encourage you, if you're um, interested in uh, keeping up to date on services I may be providing or when I might be starting up other versions of Come Back to Your Senses radio, then I encourage you to send me an email at com or click on any of the links on the radio show page. It will give you my LinkedIn information or Facebook, my personal Facebook, my Come Back to Your Senses radio Facebook, and also my website, leahbrendasmith.com or comebacktoyoursenses.com. It takes you to the same place. So again, it's been a pleasure to serve you and speak with you about coaching today. I am your ever-grateful host, Leah Brenda-Smith. Thanks for tuning in to Come Back to Your Senses Radio on Voice America Variety. And until next time, I encourage you to relax and enjoy your life. We hope you've enjoyed our program today and perhaps have found some new techniques that you can apply to your daily life. Thank you for tuning in to Come Back to Your Senses Radio. Please join Leah Brenda Smith again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next week.